I want to break free. <laughs> Hi, live stream. Hi, <laughs> bootleg. How are you? It's Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. We're, we're all stuck in our houses. So some of us are stuck in our bathrobes. I'm stuck in this I mean, Zoom window. In Let me out of the Zoom window. Are you, are you glue on the knot here? And uh, I just, I'm just it's not leaving me. Every oh. subsequent week, another one of us will be wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's like a murder a, mystery, only it's a cozy mystery. A cozy, <laughs> a cozy yeah. yes. Yeah. Who will be next? Um, so we're back tonight. We're playing some Total Party Kill. We're playing, this is our, our dog and pony adventures team here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, is anyone actually watching the stream at this point? Why, you always ask me this. I do always, always ask you that. Yes, because we post it well in well, advance. You never tell me the number and I have to ask you. So Numbers maybe. I'm sorry. Next time this live stream starts, I'll tell you, Tony, 17 people are listening to every word you say right now. Every word? Some of my words are garbage. Sorry? I recognize correction. I recommend every other word. Twenty people are listening. Okay. Oh. Uh, ha ha. Seventy five um, people are listening. No. Hello, we're sorry. Hello. My apologies. Just, we'll, we'll get that over with right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Preemptive. I'd just like to uh, clear the air here and uh, lob some accusations to explain my behavior later, as I am wont to do. Uh, on Sunday night, uh, Sunday night, I ran Dungeons & Dragons for Dan Morin. This was unrecorded Dungeons & Dragons. That's right. What? Wait, what? I, what? I also do that uh, Why would you give up our secrets? <laughs> I don't understand. I just want to be really clear here. Uh in that the the players in that group accused me of being unkind to them because I thought their lack of planning when they were pulling off a heist was bad. And I would just like to take this moment to say, I'm sorry. Uh, you can play this recording, Dan, for those players. Uh, I will now assume that you were role-playing characters who are really bad at planning <laughs> really those, well. That plan worked really well for about two-thirds. Two-thirds? And you you only came up with that plan after I rolled my eyes heavily at the other plans. <laughs> I think they all would have been fine. Look, do you want inspiration for role-playing characters who are really bad at planning, or do you not want inspiration? No, I want that. <laughs> all right. You guys are bad at planning. <laughs> but that's, this is going to be different, right, Dan? Yeah. No. Oh. I uh, yeah, Just a quick we're question. planning here. Are there any bags? Um. Oh, yeah, Dan. Wait, no, that was a different adventure. Also, for people who have everywhere. been... Uh, uh, members can listen to another adventure where Dan opens a bag. <laughs> so. That one had not as scary things in it. Yeah, that one. Te- I don't. Aline, know. come on, you can vouch for that. You were there. That's... We won. It was we, great. It was no revenant. Did. It's true. It so, was slightly slightly higher up in the alphabet. <laughs> am I hearing that we get inspiration if we wrong Tony in the intervening weeks between adventures? Uh, to be clear, is uh, is that the precedent that's being set at this I would, time? Yeah, I guess it is. But I'd like to be clear: it's extremely backhanded in, uh, inspiration in which Dan has admitted he was doing an excellent job role playing a character who was bad at planning. Right, I'll Dan? Take, I guess I'll. <laughs> yeah, but take is it. that inspiration in this game or inspiration yeah. in the game where he's? It's bad not. At planning? It's only yeah. in that other Can game. You inspiration oh, okay. is transferable between characters in a setting. To be fair, that character <laughs> is a bird. What, why is that fair? Well, I would assume birds are not great at planning. He also right? can't talk in like full sentences. So, you know. 
I mean, neither can you. So, um. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why he are coming up. Dan, Dan, it's OK, because you can write in full. Sentence. Yeah, that's why you're a writer, Dan. That's why you're an idea landlord, um, <laughs> which <laughs> listeners listeners is only a term I know from Dan, because it's that's I don't know. Maybe the stupidest better, thing I've you heard better be week. paying me some idea rent. OK, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, you are living in my head rent free. <laughs> All right. Um, right now there your... are four people listening to the live <laughs> stream. Four twenty-two. Oh, your names. Make your character names on on the. We oh. have not. We, we don't really have the market research to know if people like when I make fun of Dan or not. <laughs> so. oh, no, we like it. Yeah. Well, I meant the I listeners. I feel like the local, I mean, we're, oh, local. We're people. So. But yeah, we're people too. Come on. Eh. We're not people. We're players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, should we do this thing? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm recording. Yeah. All right. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the dog and pony adventures. Adventure setting, Curse of Strahd. Uh, we are joining our adventures as they further their exploration of Barovia. I am your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar, and joining me today are several players of, I will introduce them uh, in an order that does not represent how my favorites are. Uh, this order is totally random. And we will start with Erica Ensign. Welcome to the podcast. So I'm not your favorite? Is that what we just like <laughs> definitively determined? Not, 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 <laughs> not, not, not my favorite. I'm sure one of the listeners will figure out all of those negatives. And tell they have done later. more work than I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin uh, who also has a celestial pony named Pony Sindelarnt. The pony is is not here. He, he's downstairs. He's downstairs. Ponies can't take elevators. Cannon. Uh, also Elevor? here, it's <laughs> what? Elevors? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Also here, it's Micah Sargent. <laughs> I play Elevor the half-elf druid who sometimes gets confused whenever the people say the word elevator. Which does not come up often in Dungeons & Dragons. But here we but are. when it does. <laughs> when it does, it does. Also, also here, it's Jane Ritt. Welcome, Jane. Hello, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. And everyone's favorite idea landlord, it's Dan Morin. <laughs> Oh, man, they're going to put that on my tombstone, aren't they? Uh, I play cast in Onatar's Crucible, a.k.a. Crucible, a warforged cleric of the god Onatar. And last but not least, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi. So I'm the favorite because I'm last. And Possibly. not least. You're either the yeah. favorite or the least favorite. Those are your options. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I play Emerson the wood elf ranger, her dog, Androdite, and occasionally I fell in to help Arena. What, what, what? Koliana. Koliana. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wait, why did I think it was Soliana? I, uh, I don't know. That's Amber's last name. Oh. oh, oh, yeah. oh are you guys Soliana, related? Are you Arena, like cousins? Soliana. Yeah. <laughs> that's Dan, do you think that's how cousins works? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> names evolve as people like migrate from one plane of reality to another. Oh, yeah. God, I love yeah. yeah. In Barovia, the old country, it was Koyana, but when she came over on the boat. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, I feel like there's weird boat. like time plane shenanigans here where Irina Koyana like passes down like maybe Imra Soliana is like her great 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 granddaughter. 
possibly mm. could be. Yeah, or the they, other way around. The name oh, was changed yeah. at Ellis Island. That yeah. Happens. Elevore Island? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Uh, first of all, worst island. <laughs> or best island. I'm not sure, actually. We don't know. So it's clearly somewhere in the middle. It doesn't have any elevators. Animals on the island. I have not encountered a Dungeons and Dragons campaign with immigration laws in them yet. And <laughs> we're going to keep moving. Achievement unlocked. Wait, yeah. I still want to know more about this astral boat. Uh, it's a boat Spell- that moves across, across realms. Go to Spelljammer. Yeah. Um, you know, realms are complicated. I don't think the, the, there's a great map that shows like all the different realms in Dungeons and Dragons. I believe Barovia is not actually on it because it's like part of the normal realm, but it's like tucked away and hard to get to, uh, as opposed to, to other, either. you can't get to Athos either. Um, yeah. so it turns out that map is pretty incomplete is what I'm saying. <laughs> Take that We shouldn't be map. trusted to go to Spelljammer. No. We shouldn't be trusted anywhere astral, yeah. really. Yeah, you're an astral. All right, so our adventurers had traveled across Barovia. That is big Barovia. They started in Barovia. That is little Barovia. They uh, were. They have been uh, assigned, taken on the role of escorting Arena Koliana from Barovia, little Barovia, to somewhere safe. Where is safe in Barovia? Big Barovia. Unclear. They have been to the town of Velaki. It was real bad. They left the town of Velaki. Uh, slash were chased out. It's unclear. There was probably they left. Probably they need to get different cloaks before they go back. We is what I'm saying. To disagree. Um, they are on the road. They fought a werewolf. They have now reached one tower of Rictavio, retired circus performer and just normal guy. But wait. He is not. Rictavio has divulged to you that he is actually one Rudolph von Richten. Super cool. Monster hunter, part-time big cat owner, but like imagine what, how you felt about that like a week ago. Um, and um, and yeah, so uh, Rictavio has disclosed a variety of secrets to you and he's very impressed with you, who you are. He has referred to you as the chosen one that has pledged to help you uh, specifically with any information he might provide for you in your adventures, in your quests, uh, for he has traveled uh, some amount over the uh, throughout the land of Barovia, and he is uh, he is a monster hunter. He is more in touch with uh, uh, knowledge of things of the dark than your average Barovian. We no also asked if he would uh, if he would think about coming along, and he was he was noncommittal, but he seemed like he might do it. And uh, yeah. Elevor befriended his tiger. Yeah, I, I suspect that the tiger may accompany you in the future because of an incredibly good animal handling role. So we rejoin our adventure it's in Rictavio's tower. You are sipping tea or some kind of alcoholic version of tea, depending on your preferences. It's a very cramped, cozy little tower, and Rictavio is here to help you. That seems unlike anything else that we've met in this scenario. <laughs> Well, he's. Not I am here. unlike anyone you have met in this scenario. <laughs> Is scenario another land? Another word for Barovia? <laughs> Big scenario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I please, believe- please. What questions can I answer for you? Because information is the greatest weapon, except unless you are fighting the vampire, in which case you will want a stake. But in a way, I've already answered a question about stakes or you just then. I have a question about the devil, as 
he is referred to by inhabitants of these Strad von Zarovich, the devil of Barovia, the beast I came to he- to this land to slay, but he is more fearsome than I could have predicted. Perhaps you could give Your us question. some insight. Your question, Crucible. Yes, perhaps. Um, I was hoping you could give us some insight into how best to confront him if we are to, if we are, as you believe us to be, these chosen ones, we feel woefully under-equipped, and he has already sent his minions after us. So, uh, Strad von Zarovich is a powerful, powerful dark force. I have taken down many a vampire in my days, but none like him. Even if I were, I were a younger man, he he might still be too much for me. He is, he has been ruling over this land for centuries, even before he turned to darkness. He was a warlord and a conqueror, and he brought in his armies, and he took this land and built up his castle, and then he extended his life forever through these dark means. And his servants are many in this land, and his reach is great. You will need every ally and resource you can you can possibly find and scrounge up if you are to have any chance against him. And I suspect you spoke that you have already met with uh, Madame Eva. She is uh she is strange. She is the the Vistani. They 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 are loyal to to Strahd, but she I think she sees the bigger picture for Borovia and she has the sight. And she gave us uh, certain clues for things that may help us in this journey, but Clues you say. Well, one one such uh clue is a a weapon that we are seeking, but you've already mentioned that the Surroundings are quite perilous. Uh, perhaps we had best strike at Strahd indirectly, you know, trying to hack away at his resources and his support. That sounds like a lot less fun. <laughs> we devalue the gold, you know, sort of over the I course of don't 20 understand to 40 years. We might be able to make a dent. No, we didn't uh, take the gold that had his face on it. Uh, so its value should remain the same, regardless of who's... My friends, you, you, uh, you, it, is, it is good strategy that you bring to this, but you must remember he, is, he himself is immortal. He plays the long game. You must strike fast and sharp if you are to have any, any hope. The longer you are in this land of Barovia, the more he, your attention you will draw and perhaps the the more likely he will be to direct his forces upon you and rend you asunder. Well, we but know tell where me what he a, is. I, but... I love clues. Surely you have figured them all out. Tell me of them. <laughs> well, we were informed that uh, perhaps in a, um, a, a, uh, a mountainside abbey, we might be able to find ourselves an ally who would be powerful against the fight Powerful in the fight against Rod. And of course, you know where this mountainside abbey is at this point. I believe it is near Krensk. Indeed. Yep. Do you know anything of this abbey? It is a horrible place. There is a, it is, it is Very desolate. Good. There is a, an abbot who oversees it. I am uncertain if he is directly allied with Strahd or just twisted by his own madness but the people of Krenz do not go there is there a costello no <laughs> not to my knowledge 
Reference acknowledged. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Abbott and Costello, famous monster hunters from my realm, but (laughs) a little bit hapless. (laughs) My left hand crossbow is Abbott (laughs) and my right. One time they did fight a mummy. Fight is a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were also told about... um, um, I'm looking at our notes. Uh, mm. We were also told about no, it's very good history. <laughs> someplace in the castle to seek the history of Strahd. Hmm. To learn this is what him. I have been investigating. Is is it, I do not yet totally know the means by which he became a the vampire that he is. For he is a vampire. He is the, a creature of the night, and he has many. He has sired many offspring of his own. That is to say, he has turned good, noble, well, people of Barovia, <laughs> okay people, fine, acceptable people of Barovia. He has corrupted them and turned them into vampires. But it is unclear to me if there was a vampire that turned Strahd himself. Um, you... Something, I, I know little of his life before he was a human, except that he was this conqueror. He was this warlord. He built this castle. Um, there must be something in his history so he that, built a castle before or after he became a vampire? Before. And you know a lot about vampires. Is there a way... There's... I know everything about vampires. I have slain several of... Many? When when does several become many? Double digits, 12. certainly. That, yes. That is a lot of vampires. More than 12. Some of them were vampire spawn, but many of them were vampires. Is there a wait, wait, way... Wait. Okay, hold on. What's the difference between vampire and vampire spawn? Uh, vampire spawn are, I mean, they are vampiric, but they do not have the full powers of the vampire. They serve a vampire. Like a vampire nest has a vampire or a small family of vampire. And then they have an assortment of vampire spawns that, you know, do their bidding. Vampire so if they're a main character, kind of a they're a vampire. Yes. <laughs> the main difference between vampire and vampire spawn is that vampires have names and vampire spawns are, are more disposable. Are vampire spawns also uh, susceptible to garlic? I do not know of this garlic of which you're speaking. I, I pull out some garlic. <laughs> this is garlic. Ah, yes. We call it night fruit where I am from. <laughs> Uh, okay. I I don't think that has any effect on vampires. Oh, I I heard it did. I was so sure. Rictavio takes a bulb of garlic and just oh <laughs> chomps on it. God, You're, he's welcome to it. Man, it's kind of a mess. Is he should have peeled it first. Is there a way that he may be perhaps deprived of his immortality or or weakened in some way to make it possible to kill him? You must fight him. You must fight him to the death. I was and thinking then... something less direct. <laughs> When he is incapacitated, you will drive a wooden spike right through his heart. And that is how you slay a vampire. And then you cut off the head for good measure. See, I told you. They also do not care for sunlight or running water. They do not care about them or they do not care for them. They seem to be, they seem, it seems to pain them to experience either of those. So he probably doesn't take very many showers or walks. <laughs> I believe he flies, and he has a a terrible steed that he rides. Oh, terrible! Kind of as in, like it doesn't go very fast. No, terrible, and it, it is like it is like a a 
an explosion and a thunderstorm all wrapped together in one horse. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it is very metal. Thunder horse. But yes, he can also take the form of a variety of creatures. Wolves. Like an otter? Is he a druid? Really big wolves. <laughs> Mainly wolves and bats is what I hear. So your so point vampires about... druids? God. Well, I do believe that this that Strad von Zarovich has command of magical powers beyond that of even a, a mundane vampire. I Can believe that these the may plans? be powers that he uh, collected in his mortal days and has only refined over his centuries of existence. Okay, gotcha. so what what kind of powers? Like like say we were up against him like really ready to fight what kind of what kind of stuff would he throw at us do you think uh i think that he is he is a very powerful spellcaster and can can, can control the elements and perhaps warp your minds <gasps> oh that i hate when that happens most that's, that happens way too often <laughs> so if we were but to... yes you have these clues you have these the objects warp again <laughs> you have these clues you have these objects that you will find and those will be the keys those are the, the the blocks with which we you will build the bridge to success to turn all of Barovia to the to the light to the to the goodness. This would be a great time to invest in real estate. I am thinking. Hmm. All right. I'll write well, that down. Write that on your notes, Rictavio. It seems as though our priority should be assembling these items and other resources. Then. Yeah, I I mean we should probably listen to Madam Eva because. You know, not only did she come highly recognized by Father Donovich, but uh, but yeah, her, if, if her Yelp Ricky here thinks... is also excellent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yelp in Barovia is just screaming. Just a guy. It's just a guy <laughs> screaming in the woods. We've, yeah, um, I think I think I may have made that joke already. <laughs> oh, we're recycling I can ourselves. guarantee it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Erica. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what other questions do we have for Ricky? How do we get out of Barovia? It is unclear how one can get out of Barovia. People come here. People do not leave. The Vistani have the ability to leave. They come and go from Barovia as they please because they are they are given this power by Strad von Zarovich himself. And it is my hope that once he is defeated, all the people of Barovia will be free to come and go as they please and... Uh, Barovia will be reconnected to the world at large. Do but if you if have, have the ability to take people with them, I believe they do, but they do not take anyone with them that is not uh, if they are not under the explicit direction of the devil. If you, I, I don't know if you've tried it yourself. If you march north for five days, you'll suddenly find yourself marching south. It's it's the mists are quite bewildering. If you really are the if you truly are the chosen ones, you cannot just leave, even if some Vistani would carry you like a bindle over the border. You can't turn away from something like this. Your I friend is that. right. She speaks of destiny, of fate. I'm in. You are adventurers. It is your job to conquer evil or die in glorious battle. I, I was actually thinking of our, our friend, Irina, who is waiting downstairs with the uh, with a horse. Uh, we've been trying to keep her safe, and that's not an easy thing to do here in Barovia because it's terrible. And I was just thinking if there was a way to get her away, 
that would be nice. And we also happen to have a handy Vistani also waiting downstairs wow. with our pony. Tell so, me, uh, tell me of this arena. Why? What is? What are you protecting her from? There are many evils in Barovia. I mean, Barovia. all of them, of course. She is well, the adopted daughter of a burgermeister uh, out in Little Barovia. Uh, she, I suppose, was found wandering in the woods when she was a child with her brother. With her brother, Isaac Strozny, who the man with the monster arm. Ah, uh, yes, I remember Isaac. Terrible, terrible man. Yeah, did yeah. you know he had a sister? Pretty well. I did. I did. I did not. Uh, Barovia. It is never boring here. Yeah, and then also uh, a, a bat slash vampire came and tried to charm her out of the window when we were staying at the inn. In this, dude, did you know which vampire it was? Did we see the face of the vampire clearly? I, uh, I threw a knife at him. Didn't did I recognize? I think that you recognize the face as the face on the coins. On the coin, yeah. Mm. I think it might have actually been the, the big dude himself. You are saying the devil Strad von Zarovich knows of you and your passage through Barovia? Oh, he uh, definitely does. He invited us oh, to yeah, dinner. That's right. He, he invited, invited you to dinner? <laughs> Sorry, we should we have mentioned that previously? It seems like it would have come up earlier. <laughs> Uh, we well, get a lot of dinner invitations. <laughs> obviously, we did not say yes. Um, we're keeping our options open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our schedule is, you know, full these days. Wow, that's a lot to take in. <laughs> Heavy. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I, had well, for, I had forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's Which is totally legit for Brolich's. So, Strad von Zarovich <laughs> is obsessed with this woman, Arena. Mm-hmm. And you are protecting her. You are all that stands between her and her becoming a victim of the devil of the night himself. Well, us and Pony Sindelart, who is downstairs with your horse. That is your horse. Pony. Yes. Yes. And one kind of pathetic assassin. That's that's your your crew right now. He's surprisingly strong. Yes. I mean, he didn't. He tried to murder all of you. Yes, weak, but that weak was of will. <laughs> okay. Very competent. Yeah, and that we, that was then. Uh, we spoke before of 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 the town of Berez and what happened there, and I can't help but notice some some parallels between that story and where and where you find yourselves now. How so? Uh well, I believe as we spoke before, there was a woman in the town of Berez that Strad von Zarovich was obsessed mm, with, correct. and the Burgermeister Berez refused to turn her over to Strad. And so Strahd, it is said that he, di- he redirected an entire river to drown all of Berez. Isn't and that it- running water? Don't vampires not like running water? Yeah. Probably he had his minions do it. He can, con- yeah. he commands a variety a of civil, civil, yes. like civil <laughs> engineer. <laughs> yeah. The, the Vastani have a the large mummy core cor- of engineers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Just imagining a mummy in a hard hat. Holding some blueprints and then yelling at a bunch of mummies that are in, in expertly like running a crane. It's really hard to drive a crane when your arms only stick out straight. Yeah. And you can't <laughs> see because your yeah. eyes are covered in because ancient you, gauzy bandages. Because you're a mummy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, mummies kind of like ninjas. Once, like one mummy is kind of scary, but like seven mummies, not very scary. It's not added. <laughs> no, uh, it's, so it's in fact each additional mummy, practice. like each additional ninja, just makes them less impressive. Do you um, know why he was so obsessed with this woman in Berez? I do not know. Perhaps you will find answers in Berez. 
Perhaps we will. But you have. I warned you also that that there is there is a woman that controls the the swamps of Berez now, who is very loyal. Yes, to and uh, has a hut John. that uh, can Baba and Yaga, stuff. I believe. Indeed, legally distinct. <laughs> so, <laughs> from folklore, <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch out for those folklore lawyers. They'll get you. <laughs> folklore. Folk- yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I so um, just, just one, not yes. A trio. We have covered. We have covered not a great a deal of trio of, of which because we don't yes. want to do no three again. That was rough. Uh, but yes, we were speaking of. So you have a dinner invitation. You are escorting a woman who is he is obsessed with. You know of the town of Perez. This is a lot. I admit I don't usually have company here. This is just this is all very new for me. <laughs> We're sorry if we're if we're kind of overwhelming. We we get that a no. lot. The uh, the offer the invitation to dinner is upsetting and most disturbing. But it is said that you know Strahd is a is a nobleman and he does honor the uh, guest rights. It is unlikely he would murder you during a meal, but not <laughs> impossible. It I would say it has taken us an extremely long time to get from the vicinity of the castle here. So. Uh, I would hate to have to do that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he- heaven, you know, I I hate to say that the logistics are what makes me hesitant to take dinner with the devil, but they do play upon my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not on the tea, and it's like, oh, you know, like, yeah. I, like on a Wednesday, uh, you know. Yeah. You have to switch to two buses. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Barovian buses <laughs> do not even try. Yeah, they don't call it bus Rovia. No, they don't. No. Ah, but please, more of these clues. Surely you you have you have discovered the meaning of all of them, and there's nothing I can help you with there. Well, there was one that referenced the winery, which we had also heard of, the Wizard of Wines, I believe, winery. Ah, what was the clue about that? That is peculiar. I think it had to do with an object we could find that could aid us. Seek a we, cask that once contained the finest wine of which not a drop remains. We have also heard tell that there is a disruption in the flow of wine from the winery. So Ah, you bring you bring news that is news to me. Uh but the the, the say the say the say the clue one more time. There was something about that that uh seek a cask that once contained the finest wine of which not a drop remains. The finest wines. That is that is interesting. The Wizards of Wine Winery is not known, for, no no offense to the Donovich family, but, well, they're just not known for producing the finest wines. It's more like they produce... Wines. Wines. The only wine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wonder if perhaps the finest wines might be something within the castle itself. Something from the before times when finer things were available. At grocery stores. Strud's castle? Like toilet paper. I speak of none other. Ravenloft itself. It is an immense structure. I have not made it past the first floor. And even my excursions there have been, well, I'm an old man and my heart is not what it used to be. But you made it out. I did. What what kind of stuff did you battle while you were there? What did you Oh, fight? there are bats and there are gargoyles and there are skeletons and there are ghosts 
and there are werewolves and there are zombies and there was one mummy which and was what scary. are the weaknesses of each and every one of those <laughs> oh and he rattles off a variety of things uh silver that weapon- we canonically know yeah, sure. Uh, silvered weapons is a big deal for a variety of, uh, I think, as a general rule of advice, if you are going up against these creatures, you will wish to find magical weapons, and silvered weapons in particular are particularly effective against some of these creatures. I will tell you, all of my excursions there were brief and during daytime, which offered some manner of protection, but an excursion that would take you either deeper or higher up into the castle would no doubt take you more than a day and risk spending a night in is, is Strahd, as a vampire, is he awake during the day or does he slumber? He slumbers, mm. I believe. It is possible that the, the upper the upper chambers may be completely sealed off from the from the sunlight. But I believe, I believe it is my belief that he sleeps in a crypt far beneath Castle Ravenloft. That is where the vampire is at home a place where he was interred. I believe that he is like others of his kind, but I have I have not found the entrance to the to the crypts myself and even if I knew where they were, I'm not sure I would dare go there by myself. That is where he would be at his greatest strength and likely others of his kind would be all around him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. His lair, rough. if you will. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like we really But I think that clue speaks well. not of the Wizards of the Wine Winery, but perhaps a place within Castle Ravenloft where uh, Strahd von Zarovich would keep his wine. Well, so you're saying we shouldn't go fix the wine thing? You must follow the call of adventure, friends. That is one thing I have learned as an experienced monster hunter. You go where the action is. Well, the the winery was also like in at least in the direction of the Abbey, correct? Roughly speaking, yes. Okay. We are not we are not far from either the winery or. The town of Kransk, which is home to the Abbey. Several. There are many places you could go in Barovia, all of them full of horrors and potentially rewards. It is, it is a good time to be alive, friends. Yes, I would like hmm. to stay that way. Uh, several of our clues seem to reference things that are found inside the castle itself. So it seems as though at some point we must venture in there, perhaps well in advance of our attempt to confront Strahd himself. Perhaps you may you may find yourself making multiple excursions there. Oh no! But, oh yeah! <laughs> the castle is quite an immense place. Why it's as if if one was writing a a book, an adventure story about it, they might brag of the number of rooms within the the, the castle, telling you that it had over a hundred chambers. But they don't say in there that many of those are just the individual crypts in the basement. Mm. So. <laughs> Now, Check one of the clues the had to do with uh, somebody who would, would aid us in our quest. Is that you? I do not think so, but I am here to help you. I believe your 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 clue about aiding someone was related to, to the, the Abbey. Abbey. The Abbey, yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of aid, uh, it's it may be gauche to ask a craftsman uh, about his tools, but do you have any spare silvered weapons we uh, they are in short supply as far as we can find and i don't know where we would accumulate them point on of, our travels point here well, uh, let me just let's this see, is actually a relevant question tony because so yeah. my ability to my channel divinity option which lets me actually create metal things it can create ammunition 
or a simple or <laughs> martial weapon. I guess my question is, can I create something silvered? I am reading. I, I googled that while while Jane was asking the question. Ah. I think between um, the silver is not considered magical. Per no, se. right. It's um, just, it's I think got between, silver on it. I right. think between Rick, with Rictavio's uh, expertise and Crucible's master craftsmanship, uh, you could create a variety of silvered weapons and silvered ammunition. Um, Would you be able to silver an existing weapon? Like take my axe yeah. and the javelin. I think that is the, what they're, the that is what they're ready to do. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> I get axe. That axe you is going to be with us till the day silver. you die. It is. You could use some silver to like plug the dents in it. I feel, yeah. says Brolish, I feel like, like that would be a fitting tribute to Hela, I think, to, uh, to help bring this poor battered axe you know back to some semblance of the glory that it once held before i smashed it against a bunch of things so i uh, i'm all for this all right and in fact i don't know if you could silver the magical axe because magical items generally can't be adulterated mm -hmm. so um i will say that it's gotta uh, be the plot axe uh, so uh, uh, Rictavio says, what a brilliant idea. Cue montage. You're back down in the basement. Uh, uh, Rictavio is like smelting stuff and Crucible is there like pouring things and you're dipping ammunition and like hammering it silver into things. And, uh, you know, at one point, uh, Drusilla, his, his horse is working the tongs and Poison <laughs> is staring on in amazement. And I would say at this point, you can decide that... Uh, whatever mundane weapons you have uh, are now count as silvered and a finite amount of ammunition for your uh, range weapons are silvered. So you could probably, yeah. How's that? Nice. Wow, good question. <laughs> That's the thing he could do apparently, I've decided. Yeah, I mean, he's Love a it. famous monster hunter. Yeah, well, he's, he's ready now. to silver stuff. You have to tell and us so, what, song, what song was playing during that montage. Uh, do we have a bard in this group? That's gotta be somebody else's. Um, <laughs> No bards in Barovia. What? That's we have right. no bard in this group? Wow. Well, no, there's no group. bards in Barovia. Like, I have not played an adventure without a bard in weeks. It's more than a feeling. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, more than a feeling. Okay. Love it. So uh, the musical montage wraps up, and you stand looking over your work appreciatively. The table is full. Of all, we all like have our arms crossed yeah. and we're nodding. Yeah, uh, Rictavio takes the goggles off his head and then puts his little spectacles back on. Um, and he says, aha, now you are ready. Now all of you are monster hunters. Woohoo! I always wanted awesome. to be a monster hunter. Yay. Broldish is super stoked, you guys. Super stoked. Uh, so Broldish, just remind me, you have an ax that you use. Yes. You also have a magic ax. Well, I have, yes, my, my, I have a great ax. Uh, a battle axe, a battle axe okay. that I use that is now silvered, and mm -hmm. I have a great axe that I wear on my back, uh, and that uh, occasionally, like Irina, grabbed it once and made mincemeat of a hag. So okay, leave it. It's, it's, like it's magic. Plus two. It is a plus two. <laughs> that is a hell of a weapon to leave on the shelf. Is all I'm saying. Yep. I'm just. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would have to. T I like that is that's my character's bond. See, I feel like I should be getting inspiration every time I attack with my <laughs> <laughs> with my battle. Every hat. time. Yep. That's a, that's an the start of every battle. Just, it's and an interesting. 
as a dungeon master, that's an interesting feeling that you have. My question is, it would completely break my character if I yeah. stopped using. Oh. My... Is is there is there somebody else who should be using that axe? No, I'm Dex. That's the problem. Well, we don't have any. Well, yeah. Maybe I don't think I can use it because it's a martial weapon. Mm-hmm. Is there a, a feat you weapon. can take? Yeah. Yeah, maybe at martial, level eight. It's heavy and it's, it it's might be worthwhile to burn a feat slot so yeah. that you get the plus two. Uh, I mean, yeah. my Cru- weapon. Crucible can... spends his leveling up montage where he's like his his arm pops up and he, and he has to do a bunch of hamburg on the axe and then the axe fits into the arm slot. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I can only use simple weapons. Uh, I had another question for Rictavio. Please, now that we have finished our montage of smithing, I am ready for more questions and more tea. Back to the tower rooftop. Uh, I am in search of components for spells uh, that might be of use in our adventuring. Is there a place or a way that you uh, recommend I could acquire some of those? Sadly, I find these things are in short supply in Barovia, Big Barovia. I suspect your best bet might be among the Vestani just because they travel to and from this land, but they are likely to charge a hefty price for any such items. For example, I it would be handy to have on hand. How much money do we have, by the way? <laughs> Does someone, do we have that accounted for somewhere? Mm, yeah, let's see. Uh, 1,800 golds, 9,000 silver, 300 copper. Okay. 3,000 uh, copper. I need 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds. <laughs> don't uh, ask. Don't no ask diamonds. why. Just give it to me, and I got to go. Uh, Ar- Argyle <laughs> perks up and says, I can help you out. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, he, uh, he, he pulls oh, over his cloak, and he has a variety of <laughs> shiny objects um, in little in little pouches. Uh, 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 up this is a his, side of you we have not seen before. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the My people <laughs> travel to and from Barovia at the, the behest of our Dark Lord. And, you know, you, you never mentioned, you never asked. I would have been happy to sell you these things. They're quite pointy. I don't like carrying them inside my coat. Um, okay, that's good to know. So what, are, what can I interest you in? Uh, well, I could use, if people are okay with us spending some money, I could use 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds if any of you would ever like to come back from the dead. Yes, please. Oh, I have, I have a variety of Is that of some diamonds. Revivify diamonds? Yeah, some Revivify diamonds. Yes, uh, please. I have a variety of diamonds that I think would be just what you're looking for, and I would be happy to part with three that I think would meet your magical needs, uh, 900 gold pieces. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, it's your call, guys. <laughs> I That's have no use. Gold? I have no use for. What are we going money? to buy? It's That's Barovia. True. You're going to buy these three slightly overpriced <laughs> diamonds that I'm selling to you, friends. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay. like heaven forbid one of us remains dead because we're like, mm, maybe we're we'll stingy. be able to. Fu- <laughs> maybe we want to buy a old a Vistani saying: of- "You can't take it with you." Great quantity of moldy bread <laughs> of a wagon. So that's, to be clear, that's you know good for three uses of that spell, Tony. Yes, he is selling you 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds for 900 gold pieces. Oh, no, 300 gold pieces will only get me one spell. So oh. one spell worth. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you, 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 could, you could negotiate. Ah, 300, <laughs> 900 gold pieces seems excessive. Perhaps instead you would be willing for cost... At 300 gold pieces. 
Uh, friend, and I, I, I say I do not use those words uh, loosely. Crucible, we have been through thick and thin. You have saved my life. I have saved your life. One would say we are even. I would just ask you, look around this tower. Look upon my face and ask yourself, is any other Vistani here selling you diamonds? I would, a thousand ha- gold pieces I would remind for- you graciously that you tried to kill us. <laughs> I, I would remind say, you graciously, I you. didn't kill you. The feeling is mutual. 800 gold also, pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I also remind him graciously that there are more of us and only one of him. Pay him the 800 gold pieces. How 700 and we will never speak another word of it. 700. He's arguing against himself. 600. <laughs> <laughs> you insult me, sir. 700 is a reasonable offer. Fine. How about... Uh, uh, <laughs> A thousand for two of them. Yeah, a thousand for two Ooh. spells worth. A thousand for two spells worth. Uh, fine, and we will never speak of this again. <laughs> okay. Never, never. I said okay. never. All right. Speak of what? I don't know. Exactly. Dan, you now have two expensive diamonds you can use for whatever thing you need. My revivify spell. Yes. Argal is off in the corner counting your money. <laughs> Yeah, he's still with us, and he's as he said, you can't take it with you. So if he happens to die while we're with him, I'm not spending. I'm not spending that on him. Is my point? Yeah, Aline, please make a note that all right. Please do keep in mind that he is much more powerful than any of us by a significant margin. I forgot he's such a strong. He he forgets most of the time too. Yeah, yeah, he is weak of will. So yeah, if if he should strong of crossbow. If he should pass on, I mean, his heart us. was not in it when he was sent to murder you yeah, guys. That's true. Oh. Yeah, if he should pass on, we won't be revivifying him. We'll just be revivifying the money he has with him and yeah. taking yeah, all of the rest of the stuff yeah. that he's got inside of his cloak. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love him <laughs> as much as we love our listeners. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Um, Rick Tavio is very impressed by your transaction with the uh, the Vistani. <laughs> I love to think of him just sitting back there, sort of. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't see a lot of excitement. Here. No, my, this is in my this head. is the most excitement Drusilla has seen in the basement of this tower since uh, about two weeks ago when those werewolves broke in. In, in my head, he is played by Jeff Goldblum from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yes, <laughs> head cannon accepted. Oh my God! Yes, who did I say last time? Because it was wrong. It should have been Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I can't do a no, Jeff Goldblum it, impersonation. So it's Timothy Olmanson. Timothy Olmanson uh, all the right. way. Mm, the way that Jane, that's the way that Jane says Tim, Timothy Oliphant is weird, isn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, her, her thick Boston wow. accent. The Timothy Oliphant <laughs> version of this is very different. Yes, yeah, <laughs> really different. it's considerably handsome. Oh, no, that guy, that guy creeps me out. Timothy O. He's good. He's good. Actually, he has some. He has some villain roles, but yeah. Um, all right. Very good. You have silvered weapons. You have diamonds you will use to cheat death itself, but in a mortal, acceptable, non-dark artsy kind of way. What else, friends? What else can we do for you here to prepare you to do battle with the devil himself and succeed? You will succeed where thousands, thousands of other heroes have come off wanting. I know it because... Uh-huh. Because I am here and I've seen it and I've given you the advice that will make you successful. Ah, so you are the thing that the other adventurers didn't have before. That's what I'm thinking. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Also, I don't think any of them were like a weird metal guy like Crucible. That also I, helps. I'm not not a guy. So. <laughs> uh, what time is it? Uh, we had that whole montage thing. So yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Let's say it is getting to be uh, early evening. So I'm thinking we don't head out. I cannot let travelers go out at night. There are werewolves in these woods, and I know you have fought one and made short work of it, but surely the next time there will be more and more after that and so on. There is a den of them nearby. I've been meaning to deal with them, but it's it's a whole thing. Um, so just by yourself? Well, well was I was going to bring I was going to bring my tiger and my horse, but yes. Oh, I should tell you by the way. Um I, I, I know the name of your tiger. Oh, you spoke with her. Very good. I'm so pleased for you. Yeah. Would you like to know her name? Oh, she'll tell me when she's ready. Okay. That's probably for the best. <laughs> you seem to have a connection with her that is, that is deep and spiritual and meaningful. You know, I've been always thinking it is, it is not proper to keep a, a, a majestic beast like that cooped up here in this small little tower. Perhaps... Perhaps she could be my parting gift to you, the, the weapon that will lead you to the other weapon that you are destined to fight and take down the devil strad. Let me just double check what you're saying here because it sounds like Elevore just got a familiar. Well, it's up to her, of course. But yes, I'm thinking that you should you should bring it up with her. And I, you know, she's when I first brought her to the tower, she was much smaller. And it just it's not honestly, it's not practical. You've seen how small the room is at the top of the, the tower. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of kind of bad in here. Uh, yeah, Elibor tigers aren't will, really house cats, I suppose. <clears throat> will kneel down in front of Samis, and or so, how did I say it was pronounced? Samis, um, and will sort of uh, whisper something into her ear, uh, give her a pet, and then sort of turn his head to the side, and that is him asking the question. Uh, would you like to come with us? The uh, the giant saber tooth tiger kind of yawns, and then with his giant tongue, kind of licks Elevor's head. <laughs> and you Amazing. are now friends. You are now friends for life. We have a we have a hell of a menagerie happening here. Yeah. <laughs> the key the key that I'm going to make is that you guys have to manage all this junk because I'm not doing it. So deal. But yes, I think that means so, Lena and I are the only ones who don't have pets. <laughs> I will tell you, I ran I this adventure for other people and they found at one point like like a pen full of goats and they're like, each of us gets a goat. And I was like, no, each of you does not get a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, especially but if you're not like, me. They're like, we need seven goat names now. And I'm like, no, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> once once there's a spreadsheet of goats, that's when I'm out. That's that's the This that's far and no further. <laughs> yeah, that's my breaking limit as a dungeon master. Spreadsheet of goats or two bards. Either of those two is a, a line I will not cross. So yeah. You hear that, Dan? Check. Yeah. Okay. So so we've gotten some uh, scuttlebutt on our clues. Mm -hmm. We've gotten you silvered have... weapons. We've gotten a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we can beat that. At this point, do you have, just at, asking you as players, not characters, do you do you feel like you have decoded all of the clues? You know what they mean? Most do you want to go through them? Most one of them by are one? in the castle. Yeah. yeah so let me one just, uh, I'm just going to run through them just to kind of remind all of us. Yeah. So the first card, these are from Madam Eva's reading that you did, you know, only a couple days ago in your travels in Barovia, but 
months ago for our our, our lives. Uh, She did a reading where she looked at five cards that would be, give you information about your travels in Barovia. And the first card was the location of something called the Tome of Strahd. The card tells of history, knowledge of the ancient that will help you better your understanding of your enemy. And she told you that you will find what you seek in the castle amid the ruins of a place of supplication. Specifically, the card that she flipped over for that was the priest or the master of possibly a chapel or something like that. And it seems safe to assume that a large castle would have a chapel. Uh, She told you of a powerful um, force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. And that was in seek a cast that once contained the finest wines of which not a drop remains. So that we also believe to be in the castles. Yeah. Uh, the, the card of power and strength, a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight and the nine of stars. She saw a dead village drowned by water, ruled by one who has brought great evil into the world. seems like that couldn't be anything other than Berez. So Berez is the dead village drowned by a river. Uh, the fourth card was Strahd's enemy. This is one who will aid you in your quest, seek them out and protect them from the devil's wrath. And you will gain an advantage in your fight to come. The tempter, I hear a wedding bell or perhaps a death knell. It calls thee to a mountainside abbey wherein you will find a woman who is more than the sum of her parts. So you know about the abbey. And finally, uh, this one you have not spent much time on because it's, you know, it's a later one. Uh, Castle Ravenloft is a labyrinth of the damned haunted by many vile beings. When you are ready to confront the devil Strahd, you will find him uh, in, and she flipped over the card, the innocent. He dwells with the one whose blood sealed his doom, a brother of light snuffed out too soon. I don't know if you've thought about that one, but that seems like you're not in a rush to get it. Yeah. This is the best satyr I've ever been to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Next, right. time in Baro- next time in Barovia. <laughs> so, um, oh, God. No. Um, anything else that we wish to do before you turn in for the evening? Uh, you know. Rick Tavio uh, slash Rudolph von Richten waters down some stew to try and spread it among the many people that are now in his his tower. Um, And given that this is a very magical tower of magical magicalness from a very magical person at one point. um, Yes, I I believe a lich once lived here or something, something really bad. Please. Uh, Lich, please. That's amazing. Uh, I know that you have done us such a great service uh, by silvering some of our weapons and by allowing us to, um, or rather allowing your friend to accompany us uh, on this trip. But I was just curious if um, you, I mean, you know, we, we all benefit by from the destruction of Strahd. Uh, have you happened to cross anything in this lichy tower that uh, magical or otherwise that we could use in terms of spell components or magical objects or items, say a rug with a unicorn on it, perhaps, or any- I have scoured every inch of this tower. It has these clay golems that operate the elevator. Uh, I'm pretty sure that suit of armor, he points over the, his shoulder to a suit of armor in the corner by his bed. Gives me the willies, probably haunted, haven't figured out for sure yet. But sadly, little remains of whatever wizard or lich once called this tower home long before. I suspect that he was uh, 
he was he he made his departure in the time before Strahd, so it has it has sat empty for quite some time. Really had to do a lot of dusting when I first got here. Let me tell you. immediately goes over to the suit of armor. She Brildish had 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 a run in with a an animated suit of armor in in the Death House That's way true. long time ago. So uh, yeah, Roll definitely Four. It looks just like that one from Death House. Mm. Is it holding a weapon? Uh, yeah, it's holding a sword. Can I take the sword out of its hand? Sure. I take the sword out of its hand and put it far across the room. Just set it down. All right. Uh, can we look at that weapon a little closer just to see if it's got any uh, anything special about it? Sure. It just looks like a sword. I can. I've got an identify. Oh. Always prepare. Hey, Dan, you can't yeah. use magic in here. Son of a... Wait, so you said that You can take the sword away. outside. That's, <laughs> That's a lot of work. You have to go down the elevator. And... Yeah, there's no stairs, though. Um, not that much work. Elevor, uh, feel... 21 on perception? Uh, it looks... You feel extremely confident that there is nothing special about this sword. It just okay. appears to be a, a mundane sword. It's quite old... Uh, it looks like it was probably more ornamental than functional. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a long, pointy piece of metal, but it doesn't look like it was really meant to cut something so much as to stand there and look look good with the suit of armor holding it. Okay, now I want to I want to check the thingy itself. Oh, okay. I got a six. Darn it! <laughs> it looks looks like it's, you feel like you feel confident that it's made of metal. Hey, <laughs> everyone else is really inspecting this, yes. so now I want to also What's... really inspect it. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> yep. Oh God! This is the giant hand all over again. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a eighteen. I it, it <laughs> I feel like there's nothing I'm going to say that won't be incredibly uh, disappointing, except that it looks like a suit of armor. It's quite dusty. Does that help? Lena sneezes. My life has changed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why did you decide to move into what you suspect is a lich's tower? That seems like a really interesting decision. It was available. <laughs> uh, the real estate the, market is tough. The location yeah. is good. It is not, it is uh, a little, you know, uh, it is just outside of uh, the, the area immediately near any of the towns. Um, which you know, not that your your average Barovian isn't wonderful. He says nervously with Lena Delina nearby, um, but many of them are servants of the devil, and it is you know. I try to limit how much time I spend in a given town. Do you Squatter? know? <laughs> yes, it was available. <laughs> Do you know why the Vistani works so closely with Strahd? Uh, it, you know, it, it, some of them do it with glee, and some of them are very reluctant. Um, I do not know. I think that it, it may it may be some there may be some clue in his history, but uh, I, I think the Vistani were here before uh, the other people arrived in Barovia, and so uh, they are they are his servants. They are loyal to him, and in return for the ability to come and go from Barovia and profit off the people here. He, um, they, they, it is an exchange of of loyalty for uh, 
protection and the riches that they are, are provided by their station. Some, some of them more enthusiastic about the endeavor than others. You know, uh, some of the people in, Bar in Barovia, big Barovia, will, will paint the Vastani with a, a wide brush, but there are, there are, there are subtleties to them. And uh, Madame, Madame Eva herself is clearly, uh, she is, she is one of great influence within the Vasani community, but not uh, beholden to uh, all, all that the Vasani would claim to be. Why did Strahd let her get away with that? I suspect that he is unaware of her actions. Ah, well, let's not tell him, guys. <laughs> I don't know okay. what else we will talk about at dinner. <laughs> uh, not politics. Yeah. Uh, Lena Delina, I will tell you, uh, you, you feel one percenter. Lena, you feel it confident that, uh, that it is an animated suit of armor, um, but that it's deactivated and that some unknown command word would be required to activate it. It probably has not been activated in centuries. As easy as up and down, maybe it's just activate. Uh, when there's a lull in conversation, I kind of sidle up to uh, <laughs> and I'm like, you know that that's uh, active. I mean, needs a command word, obviously, but you know. Obviously! I don't know what it is. Oh, it's an animated suit of armor. It just isn't animated because- I don't know it. what the command word is. Oh, yes, of course, of course, you're- Of course, you it, know. Is not, it is not haunted. It is just magic, I knew that. Of course. Yes, like of, of course. You are such a famous monster hunter. Of course you knew that already. I mean Is an animated suit of armor a monster? That is a complicated question in the monster hunter community. It could serve a monster, surely. It I could didn't be even know that monsters. there I didn't even know that there was a monster hunter community. Oh yes. There are wonders outside <laughs> of that these baleful the, mists. We're big on Usenet. <laughs> um. <laughs> like the sheep. <laughs> um yeah that's how you catch them <laughs> <laughs> yes you use net. net yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you catch anything really that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's just nets dan which unlike rope are totally legitimate well <laughs> nothing but net tony yeah. Mm. Any other questions? I feel like you have learned a lot. You have made an important ally. You have gained resources and information. Rictavio is just Rictavio has just given out pets left and right since he has given away in this adventure so far a uh, saber tooth tiger and a uh, a monkey. So um, yeah, it's true. And we found out that one of our leads. Uh, is in a completely different place than we thought it was. So that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. we would have gone through a lot of casks yeah. of wine. Yeah. I mean, and you, been you, like, where's the plot item? There is still a reason to go to the Wizards of Wine Winery because there's no wine coming out, and that's bad. And so that begs the question: Where will you go next? Your night is peaceful and without event oh, uh, no vistani assassins no additional vistani assassins <laughs> are sneaking around no no uh i almost said landlords no vampires are trying to break <laughs> in through Same your thing. windows thing. Yeah. um yikes true um but the question is this where will you go the next day where will your travels take you in barovia what adventures will you face and what demons will seek 
to rend you asunder for answers to questions such as these. Tune in next time for Total Party Kill. (laughs) (laughs) Do we do that now? Is that the thing now? That's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's for for Erica. Erica can edit right there. Chop. Uh, I think we should probably take a break and then I think we're going to play some more, right? Is that is that what we're doing? <laughs> I don't know how anything works anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't could know. do that. that. I could do Q&A, whichever folks okay. want to do. Oh, that's true. Q&A. Let's, I am curious to see where you go next. So, um, yeah, listeners... I would kind of like to, I would, I would like to get moving. Yeah. yeah. Too, so. yep. Listeners, we were going to take a short break and then we'll be back and we will play some more Dungeons and Dragons. Awesome. Be right
Thank you for being a friend. Travel around the world, back, back again. again. Oh, what was the montage? It was montage. Uh, it's us being friends. It was uh, Boston, wasn't it? Long time, something more than a feeling. More than uh, a feeling. Yes. Isn't that sometimes go into long time? No, I that's forget. For, for play. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Um, all right. I don't understand. Tuesday night. Yeah, me either. It's all music. We're talking about old timey music, Micah. Old time. The before uh, times. I get Boston mix. I can't tell Boston and Journey and like two other bands. I, you know what? I'll be honest. I think I think I may have not. I may have only had one spot in my head reserved for both of them. Um, so <laughs> they are. They have a similar sound. Yeah. Um, hi, live stream. <laughs> We're we're figuring out what's wrong with our brains. Um, <laughs> How long yes. do we have? Well, yeah. Welcome to our seven hundred. I did have the idea. Uh, I have not been sleeping much. Everything is great. I did have the idea of uh, it, maybe it would be fun at some point to run a twenty-four hour D and D game. Tony, uh, no, but- Tony, no, no. I'm looking out for you, buddy. Don't do it. Yeah, this is a bad no, no. idea. Here's, 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 Dan. Here's how we save it. We salvage it. The players get to rotate. The players get to rotate. The players get to rotate. Yeah. What about are you? Who is the DM? We have to change the, the DM. This is, this is it. One, one last job, and I'm out. <laughs> one last job, and then you're what dead. He's doing anyway. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> so. No one likes that idea. I mean, uh, um, no, you it's know, we like you. Yeah, that's yeah, it. We're prioritizing you. Look, like we you would play 24 hours about D&D, look, but we'd prefer to have you. You either like me or you like my ideas that will destroy me. Because I, <laughs> I, I think we did. Yeah, oh, we did. I'm pretty sure oh, that happened. Oh, damn it. <laughs> this is not how you go about being an idea landlord, Tony. I know. Uh, wow, I really hope that doesn't. Uh, excuse hang around me, Dan. For more than idea vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Landlords own something. Vampires just take. <laughs> it's only a fine line between idea landlord and ideal landlord. Uh, guys, uh, for people who are listening to the, no one's going to listen to this later. But uh, <laughs> no one. We're recording this in March 2020. Uh, capitalism still. <laughs> the third version of March 2020. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, capitalism still exists. Uh, things have things are really bad, uh, but not so bad that landlords had to get jobs. Bam! Oh. <laughs> for, the, for the record, I, I really like my la- landlady a lot. Uh, um, I just want the too bad to when the revolution that. comes. Yeah, yeah. I like spicy Tony. <laughs> You know what? You know what, Erica? It's too bad. The guillotine doesn't care about how, how great this is. Great juice. So, um, I mean, Marie Antoinette uh, just wanted cake. Yeah. And property? Yeah. Cake and vinegar pie. And, uh, and wow. I mean, it would work this is on why we don't usually do two episodes a night. All right. Get it together. Let's do this. Uh-oh. Get the okay, show on the road. Right. Game face. Game face. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, leading the dog and pony crew through the adventure that is the Curse of Strahd deeper and deeper into the heart of Barovia. Joining me is our ever-present group of lovely adventurers. First off, it's Micah Sargent. Ah, why am I first? Because I'm your least vinegar cake. What did you don't say? don't read too much into it. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I'm broken, but Elevor is not. He's a half-elf druid. Also okay. here. Oh, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. 
I play Elibor, the half-elf druid, whose new friend is Samus, the saber-toothed tiger. Okay. How's that spelled? Uh, S-A-A-M-I-S. And for folks who don't know, uh, that's the Blackfoot name for Medicine Hat, which is a city in Alberta, Canada. That's where the first saber-toothed tiger fossil was discovered. So that's why I've named it Samus. Excellent. Medicine Hat has an excellent local newspaper column. Just saying. Yeah, uh, it's fire. Also here, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hello, I play Emra Soliana, the wood elf ranger. Her trusty, not steed dog, Androdite. Well, for someone really small, I guess Androdite could be a steed. And also occasionally I handle combat for Arena Coliana. It's true. Also, also here, it's Erica Ensign. Yes, I am playing Broldish, a dwarven paladin with a, a sacred axe that is now silvered, which is pretty exciting. Uh, and also my celestial pony, Pony Cindelarnt. Hello. Uh, also also here, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. And last but not least, everyone's favorite idea of vampire, it's Dan Moore. <laughs> I think I'm like a metal guy or something. Hmm. I'm a robot. Does he have a name? Ah, oh, that's guy. a good question. No, I play cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric who is attempting to keep his friends alive. Previously on Total Party Kill, the Dog and Pony Adventures, you have traveled across the land of Barovia. You've been to Little Barovia. You've been to Velaki. You are now camped out at the town of one Rictavio, a.k.a. Rudolf von Richten, Monster Hunter. You have acquired a great deal of information, silvered weapons, the components to reanimate your, your friends when they fall in battle. All you have left to do is choose. Where will you go? You have many places. Will you go to Krensk? Will you go to the Wizards of Wine Winery? Will you go to what remains of the fallen city of Berez for answers to questions such as that one right now. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons where your characters argue about where they're going to go. Yeah. Everyone's favorite episode. On the map in Roll20, I have taken you to the world map uh, just to remind you, you know roughly where you are, you know roughly where Kransk is, you know where the Wizards of Wine winery is, I'll put a little label on that, and you know where the ruins of Berez are. So I think the question is, where do you want to go? You have a variety of kind of side quests slash main quest type things. Um, but it's up to you, players. Well, our original plan was to head to the winery. Well, Brel just says, our original, original plan was to go to the drowned marshy city to get That's that true. weapon because we were... I was really excited about the weapon, but uh, but yeah, I think we decided the winery was a little bit more important. It seems like since we've been here, guys, what we've been doing is looking at the sort of the most important thing to do right now. So, you know, saving somebody from a, a, a trapped room in, in a creepy house, that was more important than leaving town. And uh, now I think uh, though continuing on to the, oh yeah. And then we were gonna go to the winery, but then we decided that it was more important to check out uh, Rectavio's tower because Rectavio. Uh, and now uh, I think the most important thing to do is continue on to the winery. Like, you know, order of operations. What's the most uh, urgent? But we yeah. have learned that it is unlikely that our 
you know, clue is leading us there. So really all we would, would be doing is returning the supply of wine to the city that we can barely return to. That's true, so, but think about all those people. This is Yeah, this we is sort important. of made friends with those folks. And, you know, I don't know about you all, but I kind of want to stay sort of, um, you know, I, you, sometimes you, you you go to a place and it's not a happy place and then it starts to drag you down and make you unhappy. And then you just sort of become one of those. Like It's like New York. You go to New York and then you become a New Yorker. What is this New to... York? It's just, it's, is that it's, some uh, form of, story. is that an orc? New York. Uh, Ooh, I, I, I wouldn't want to go there. Or maybe I would. Is this an yeah. elven city? It is an elven city. Yes. Thank you. New York City. Yes. Uh, y apostrophe RK. <laughs> um, and in new Y apostrophe uh, RK. The worst, the worst part about Orc City is the salsa, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> new Orc <laughs> City? Thank you, Dan. Get a rope. Is we want to try to not let Barovia, big Barovia, get us all down and make us kind of meh. Whoa, 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 hold on. Dungeon Master aside, had I not already depressed the hell out of you? That was like what I've been trying to do for the last six months. No? Well, you're. you're All right, hold on. I got this knob here. You did oh, give him no. a tiger last hold on. episode. Hold on. Right? This is, the knob is at like five. I'm cranking it to seven. Let's see how that goes. Come on. The world's already cranked it to 10. I don't know. No, my that. electrodes, they burn. <laughs> anyway, so um. let's try to help the people that helped us back where we came from by making sure they have wine. That's the point I'm trying to get across. I think that would be a worthwhile pursuit. It seems reasonable to me, and we can always... I doubt as though the witch and that weapon, if they have been there for a long amount of time, are going anywhere anytime soon. I I understand, and I think that we can go to the winery next, but what I would say is bear in mind Everywhere we go in Barovia, people are suffering. We will be able to focus on their specific problems, but they all stem from the big man in the mountain. That being I, said, I think it makes sense. The old yeah, I'm, man I'm in the that... mountain. No, the big man. <laughs> oh, yes. But technically also quite old. The big, old, big man on campus, I believe. <laughs> I'm just worried that without a wine supply... Some of the people who are currently in Velaki aren't going to make it <laughs> long enough for us to cure their suffering in any other way. So let's give them their booze. But all will be well, we were told. Was the map supposed well. to? Was the map supposed to go entirely? Yeah, possible? we can see everything now, Tony. Is that? Uh, huh. I didn't mean to do that. I don't know. It's okay. It's not labeled. Yeah, don't worry about it. I clearly something changed in roll twenty. Blah. <laughs> Things aren't labeled, so you know where stuff is. I have no idea what just happened. I think you anyway, unfog award everything. I thought I was doing that to the other map I was just setting up, but maybe I did it wrong. You might have missed. Yeah, I, I don't think I can undo that. I mean, you can, but... I can? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, just... Uh, we just won't yeah. look. Ah! There it is. You did, just Everything's undid back. it. Is yeah, everything back or just... No, it's literally back to the way it was a minute ago. Yeah, it's yes. All right, wacky. You have fixed it. Yeah. All right, sorry. I think I was doing something at the campaign level that I thought I was doing just on one screen. <laughs> Enjoy that. that. Um, <laughs> Erica <laughs> will edit all watches. that out. Hi, future yeah. me. 
Sorry about that. Sorry. You guys were like doing stuff. And I was like, okay, go. Got to prep this thing. Got to prep this thing. Keep ch- keep talking. So uh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. You need to start. You need to start making the the stretch motion on on the camera so that we can. Yeah. Vamping for time. No, no, it's all good. Uh, so we'll do it live. No vamping. Shall, no vamping. We shall depart Rictavio's tower and head towards the Wizards of Wine Winery. Are we going okay. to invite Rictavio to come with us? We had once. We can certainly do it again. Uh, um, I, I like the idea of having someone who is here and safe and can be returned to for advice. Yeah, plus a place we can go come back to that's safe too. Well, since we asked once, I I will say uh, to uh, Rick Tavi or whatever his actual name is, uh, I'm going to call Rudolph von Richten. You may call me either one, Brody. You're quite nice. Thank you. Uh, may can I call you Ricky? Yeah, uh, you may. All right, Ricky. Uh, you know, last night, or actually, I guess it would have been yesterday afternoon when we were chatting, uh, we discussed the possibility of you coming with us. We would, you know, you're more than welcome to join us. It, it looks like uh, that your your tiger bud uh, is, is going to be joining us anyway. Um, but if you would prefer to stay here and uh, just, you know, be a, a bastion of strength uh, that we can return to, that would be nice too. I think I will stay here. I have an apprentice out in Barovia, and I think she will be meeting me up here. If I uh, come across her, I will send her uh, after you. What's her name? Oh, Esmeralda Davenier. She is a very experienced monster, monster hunter and not as old as I am. You don't look she still has She over. still has good, good knees is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. She keeps them in a bag. Uh... <laughs> Bag. Don't open the bag, Dan. Agonies. <laughs> well, then, perhaps we should be on our way. And so you head out. Uh, you leave uh, Rictavio's Tower after a quick light breakfast and head uh, back to the main road that cuts east to west uh, across all of the, the, uh, the lands of Barovia. And you would decide to head west toward Kremsk and the Wizards of Wine Winery. It's probably less than an hour's travel on the main road before you reach um, another intersection uh, where the road uh, switches north over a little stream to a Kresk or cuts south to a side road that you've been directed leads to the Wizard of Wine Winery. And so you head to the Wizards of Wine Winery. It's kind of a damp, weird uh, day. You know, it's never sunny in Barovia. Uh, but it is overcast and it is foggy and there's That's kind of my a cold sitcom, by the way, which one? It's never sunny. In it's never sunny in Barovia. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second episode. I've had enough of you. <laughs> um, so uh, there's kind of a cold, uh, but you know, it's like, it, it hasn't totally decided to rain, but there's little bits of cold water falling out of the sky on you. And that's not great. Uh, about a half mile off the main road, um, the road stops being a road and is more of just a muddy trail that kind of meanders through the woods. It does seem to be kind of descending down uh, as if you're going into kind of, um, you know, a, a lower place of elevation. Um, Elevore? Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, along the way you do, you do come across just a there's a sign it's just a, a wooden stake with an arrow uh pointing in the direction you're headed that says vineyard um, i think uh, uh probably imra would as we're going be checking out the road just to mm-hmm. see if there are signs that like the the wine delivery 
past. Uh, sure, give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hang on. I just got a new like rolling surface and there is that perception or is it survival because it's more like tracking i think it's probably perception survival i feel like survival would be more like you're crossing desolate terrain and i don't know i got a 12 for perception Mm -hmm. uh you do notice some pretty obvious uh wagon ruts here and there in the in the mud it seems like probably um though this is not a road anymore it's just a trail it looks like this is uh a, a pretty common path for some kind of uh, cargo to be coming uh, to and from the winery. Okay. Do I notice oh. anything else? Um, do I notice anything amiss or unusual with the tracks? Nope. Looks fine. Okay. Looks like wagon tracks. They look wagony. Uh, and so you head uh, further down into this little valley uh, where the winery is located. Um, and you get, uh, I'm going to move the, dog token that represents your party on the map. Uh, The forest starts to break way to a large clearing um, where you can see many uh, uh, fields and fields of grapes, vines growing on uh, various wooden structures that support them. Um, And uh, they're all red grapes because we know there's no white wine involved. So uh, there's kind of a look healthy. Uh, yeah, relatively. Um, this is uh, th- this is a, a wide open area where this winery has been uh, built. Uh, you can see so kind of fields and fields of crops uh, and uh, a large structure in the center of the kind of farm uh, seems to be the winery. Uh, maybe there's a couple small outbuildings next to it, but there's basically just one building. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of standing there taking in the scene when uh, you hear uh, somebody whisper to you. Did you did you hear that? I I think I heard it through the grapevine. Sorry, mm. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Uh, there was there was grape. Uh. Was that one of you? Was what one of? Uh, I'm gonna just pretend it. Over here. Do Where we all is hear it this? coming from? <laughs> uh, do I'm you want to sure look around? Andrew, yeah, you all hear that. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, yeah. Does Androdite indicate? Yeah. Androdite uh, 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 kind of uh, uh, nuzzles you, Imra, and points up with his nose. So I, I'll um, draw my bow and an arrow and kind of loosely knock it, and I'm going to look up. Okay. Uh, seated on a, uh, a branch about 12 feet up, uh, kind of here uh, just on the edge of the woods before you get into the, the wine fields, uh, there's a young boy. He's wearing kind of a dark cloak with a with a cowl. Uh, the cloak looks like it's kind of made out of feathers. Um, and he he whispers to to uh, to Imra, uh, "Who are you? Who are you?" Oh, uh, my name's Davian. Who, Why who are, are you? you? Why are Why you are in you that in tree? tree? Yeah, <laughs> I was hiding from Why? who. Bad people. What kind? You guys of should come up. You guys should come up here. He he uh, scoots he scoots a little bit aside on the branch. I'm afraid oh, I am not sure that tree, that tree no, would support that me. Tree. There's other trees too. He points around. Is there a tree I could actually climb? Is there I, a tree my pony could climb? No. I <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm already up in the tree next. To All me. right. <laughs> what direction are the bad people approaching from? 
Uh, he points to the winery. Are they on their way? They're there now. Why are they bad? What have they done? They chased my family off. Who is your family? Uh, Mar- the Marikoff family. That's our winery. Ah. Hmm. So the people who are there now are, are not the Mardikovs. They've taken it over somehow. Yeah. And like, I don't really know if they're people. They don't look like people I've seen before. What do they look like? They look more like trees. <laughs> We're all just interesting. <laughs> well, this is Crucible says this is I fascinating. I must my axe. I must investigate. How long have they been here? Uh, like a week. Where's the rest of your family? Are you safe? They're in the woods. I can take you to them if you want. Um, I, I think that names? might be best. I, I am Lena Dulina. I am Crucible. I'm, I'm sitting right next to him. And I'm Elavor. And that is Samus. And Argal and Irina <laughs> Fulgana and Odyssey Lawrence and Yeah. You guys gotta like how many you guys of us gotta, are there? There's a lot of you. You yeah. you do not <laughs> you do not travel like you guys roll deep. Um can I can seven, I cop eight. some insight on this kid? There are ten sure. of us now? You guys gotta work on the way to rattle off the names like like when a parent is mad at their kids. Uh my parents were real good at that. Anna, David, Tony, Michael, Devin. You gotta, you gotta be ready to go. Especially the best thing is when they're mad at one of you and they have to work through the lists in order. Um, yeah, I got that's you. a that's a twelve in insight. Do I think this is a trap? Uh, no, you think it is a small child. It is weird that he is up in a tree. Uh, he does seem strange. Um, I like your I like your uh, your cloak there, kid. What's what's that all about? Thanks. Watch this. Uh, he swirls the cloak around him. And suddenly, uh, you're, you're a bit confused by this, uh, Elevor. Uh, there is just a bird perched on the branch next to you. I and immediately the, trust it. And oh, the bird, uh, the bird kind of looks at you, tilts its head to its side, ah! and it kind of flaps uh, to another branch and seems to be kind of, and then, I don't know, to the extent a bird can use body language, uh, indicates that you should follow the bird. Elevore I... is losing his friggin' mind because this whole time he didn't understand why Miss Mumu said that they should trust the birds, and now he understands it, and he's mad at himself for being mad about her telling them that they should trust the birds, and that's character development that has just happened in that very single moment where you just see Elevore <laughs> looking off in the distance with like a cracked brain. Elevore, gain inspiration. Yay! <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I guess we follow. All right. Can I roll uh, Arcana on the bird? Yeah. I got a nine. Bird seems pretty magic, Crucible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, you've never met a bird that turned into a kid before. Um, so the bird leads you uh, not very far um, to a clearing where there seems to be kind of an improvised campsite. Uh, and there are several birds and several people here in the campsite. Um, they all look related. Uh, they all look human. Um, and uh, several of them, in fact, look bear an uncanny fam- family resemblance to the Mardikovs you met back in Vallaki. Um, so Davian turns back into a kid uh, before he gets to the clearing, uh, hops down off the branch and walks you guys into the clearing and introduces you uh, to some of his relatives. Um, there's his father, uh, Adrian, uh, his brother, uh, legally distinct from Elevor, Elvir. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's he's got a mother and um, an aunt, and there's a kind of an elderly uh, grandfather there too. Um, and they uh, they are the part of the Markov family. Um, so only the guys have names. Uh, apparently there are there. Let me explain. There's only one. There's one woman's named here, and like seven men's name, which is weird to me. Including people like there's someone who's like so and so's husband, uh, and it's like, is that person have a name? Oh, they do. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> I will say the naming of these creatures. Um, creatures. Creatures. Um, okay. There's are another paragraph. There's another paragraph uh, with more with more names. Okay. Sorry. Good. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna write them all down right now. But yeah. Don't. Yeah. Um, so uh, we did we know the name of the brother of the owner of the tavern? <laughs> I don't know if you did. Because I, I think that he mentioned that he was worried about his brother. Yeah, I think he, he might have mentioned Adrian. Yeah. So. So, so, they're um, all... so Dave, Davian uh, uh, introduces you to his various family and extended family here who seem a little bit nervous that uh, the, this their small child has just brought home uh, a group of eight <laughs> adventurers slash uh, saber-toothed tigers slash ponies into their little campsite. How, how um, small is this child? Are we talking like four? Or 12. are we talking like, okay. 12. Oh, that's not that small, especially with like, I imagine that people live maybe 23 years in Barovia on average. So <laughs> yeah. that's like middle age. Sometimes 19, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Please so, do not fear. We we have come from Velaki. We had heard that there were troubles in the uh, transport of wine back to the city. We've come to uh, investigate. Adrian uh, shakes your hand vigorously, Lena Delina, and introduces himself. Did my brother send you? Yes, in fact, he did. I knew he'd finally be good for something. Uh, well, I shouldn't <laughs> say that about him now. Uh, yes, I'm Adrian. This is part of the Mardikov family. Um, We've been chased off from our winery. It's it's dreadful. Some of some of some of them have taken some injuries. Uh, so we've been camped out here trying to figure out what to do next. Chased off by whom exactly? Uh there are some druids that live nearby. Everybody, and... everybody in our party stops and all turn to Elavor. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They're bad druids. Not like you, I'm sure. These are mean, mean druids. They are servants of the devil. And well, they've never been big fans of us. And, you know, it, it was not uncommon that come every harvest season, they would send some of their minions down to har harass us and we'd have to fend them off. But this was new. This time they came in force and they took the winery from us. It was several druids and then several of their plant creatures that served them. Huh. Interesting. Have you I assume there is no way that you can reason with them. Uh, they they meant to take our lives if we had not fled. Well, perhaps we should have a discussion with them, a frank discussion, an exchange of ideas. And if it comes to that, something more. And Crucible hefts his spear. Im Imra's just in the background, just like, I'm just rolling my eyes, shaking my head. <laughs> Crucible's childlike optimism is i'm sure if we simply explain the situation to them mm -hmm. they will be more than happy to leave us be i yeah. would be happy to explain with my axe 
<laughs> Perhaps I... we should ask them some questions first. Mm, Look, noble adventurers, <laughs> I am very impressed by your 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 words, but I can't ask you to do this. There are dozens of these horrible plant monsters there. Dozens. There, there are almost a dozen of us. <laughs> and I would really, really like some wine at this point in our journey. Well, I assure you, wine is something that we used to have that's still in the winery. <laughs> there is a great deal of wine in the winery. More than any of you. How many of you are there again? More than any of you could drink. Can you challenge? Accepted. Can you tell us where in the winery most of these people or creatures are concentrated? I am not sure. The winery itself is, is it's not very big. It's basically one large uh, open production uh, floor. And then we have our quarters on the second floor. Um, and Do I think like many- draw us a, a map in the dirt so we can kind of see what the layout is of the, the building? Sure. He 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 finds a nice sized uh, twig and starts sketching you um, a map of the, the winery uh, and the grounds and the path uh, that lead up to it. Do, do, do. It doesn't even have to be to scale exactly. I'm just you know I like to know an idea. Of Gets out a ruler. <laughs> um, so he gives you a pretty detailed, loving description of the uh, the layout of the winery that I've now shared visually. The uh, fact that he did such uh, a, uh, I think black. it's fog of warded. Yeah. Uh, remember when I did that thing before and it didn't mm -hmm. work? All too well. Mm -hmm. Let's see if this time it works. I think the fact that Try he did it reloading such, the page. With such loving care makes Vroldish think that it's it's even more important to uh, to save it and and get these Look, these people back into their home. This winery has been in our family for for generations. It is one of the few points of light in Barovia. It is a way that we can bring hope into their sad, awful, pathetic, desperate, did I say sad lives? Um, it is it is it is all they out. can they can they can they can uh, they can really rely on. Um, we, we we provide wine to all of the three towns to to Kransk, to to Velaki, to Little Barovia. Uh, it is just it is it is an act of service that the Mardukov family can bring to them. You know, we, we can't produce the wines we we once did, uh, and even that coaxing what we can here, getting something to grow in Barovia is is quite hard. But it is it is the the good that we bring to the land of Barovia. Yeah, we were pretty impressed by uh, all those grapes that we saw when we first made it to the the clearing there. So, good job! I shake his hand. I I must I must admit that we had help. From whom? Oh, um, he, he kind of like he, he makes sure that no one is like beyond his family is like lurking in the trees. My family came into possession of some magic seeds long ago, and each of these helped us grow a particular type of. Of, uh, of 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 grapes that we then would turn into wine, and sadly these 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 objects it seems like the devil or at least his servants are aware of them and they they want them, and well the the first one went missing a long time ago. Back then we were able to make the the finest champagne, but that that was before my time, and well ten years ago uh, the second one went missing. But these druids, they came for that third and final one. Hmm. And they have, I believe they have already taken it from the winery. Rats. 
Uh, can you all now see the map on the screen? Yeah, I can see the yes. creatures on it too, which I'm not sure if we're supposed to. That's eh, fine. They may not be in those exact locations when you get there. Okay. So. What time of day is it? Uh, how I don't know how long it took us. I to think get. we. I think it's late morning. All right. Uh, I like Brulish is already loosening up her axe. Like yeah. I'm ready to go, you guys. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I see no reason oh, to delay any further. The uh, yeah. these creatures, these druids, I will tell you, uh, their base of operations or their 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 place where they. And again, he he, he looks at uh, Elevar nervously. Dark, dark druids, evil druids. Uh, that they 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 practice. They worship on a hill uh, further south of the uh, the winery. And um, I'm just going to show that on your map, just so that you. I was going to bring you, I guess, back briefly to the Barovia map. Ah, oh, down. You see that further south of the winery. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Back to the winery map. Do you know if they this... have any particular weaknesses, or would you think just smashing them with a big old axe would uh, would get the job? I right? am I am just a simple vineyard owner operator. I I look I simply seek oh, to make the man vineyard most owner. most affordable <laughs> wines available in all of Barovia. I don't know. I do not know of the ways wines. of battle, but the druids they do seem to have, you know, the the plants follow their will, and they they do seem to know some. Magic beyond my comprehension. Perhaps you should leave that to us then. Perhaps. I know a thing or two. About a thing or two? I know a thing, and it's this axe. It is a very nice axe. Thanks. It's uh, recently silvered. Uh, <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> well, we, we will look, see he, what we can do he for looks you and your genuinely, family. Genuinely impressed. Before we go anywhere. I'm going to use a spell. I'm going to cast Aid. I can bolster three people's hit points, hit point maximum by five. So I'm going to guess Bruldish. Uh, probably Lena. Yeah. And then Imra or Elevor, do either of you need that, or should I put it on myself? What about our heavy um, boy? Which one? What's Aragal? Aragal. I have. I feel like it more. should go on the PCs. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not I'm not helping any NPCs. My my max is 55, and I usually fight like pretty far away. away too. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I was yeah, in the 30s. Your max 30s, is almost as so. high as mine is. Rangers, I think I rolled man. really well when I leveled up. Damn, I'm at max out at 45, and I thought I was pretty tough. Uh, can you aid yourself? Well. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean you're the healer, that. so yeah. Yes. Yep. Three creatures. How long range. does this last? Uh, it lasts for eight hours. Oh, nice. <laughs> Basically all day. So mm -hmm. your hit point max and your current hit points are both um, increased by five. All day strong. That's the crucible <laughs> guarantee. That's right. <laughs> I feel much better. Yeah. Well, we will do what we can for you and your family to rid the winery of these druids bad druids druids bad druids, bad druids. druids. what you gonna do uh davian volunteers to lead the way back to the uh back to the woods to the uh the outskirts of how far the away from the winery are we uh you know you're you're in the woods nearby on the edge of the winery all right i'm just trying so. to figure out what to uh, how we should you know where should pony sindlar and be 
What about arena? Yeah. Maybe. Do you want to do you want to take everybody into battle with you, or do you want to leave them? You could potentially no, leave people maybe, with the Mardukov family. Maybe Aragal and Pony and Arena can stay somewhere that's kind of nearby, but not this far away. Okay, like the edge of the tree line. Yeah, like stay hidden. But I I don't like the idea of Arena being so far that it will take us a good long time to get to where right. she is. Okay. Uh, you could potentially decide which direction you approach the winery from. I don't know if that matters. It's, you know, it's kind of in the middle of the, the, the fields of vines. Brildish's so. idea was to walk in the front door. So, mm, mm, all right. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, what, if, what if we were to have uh, Elevore do some scouting in rat form? Rat that form. is an option. Or Uh Yeah, I'm happy to do that. All right. Although keep in mind that these are druids, so they may see through our usual bag of tricks. Um, I think that they won't be ready for other druids nearby. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what's your plan, Elavor? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All these people can turn into crows, mm. so maybe they would be ready for mm. wild shape type things. Um. Hmm. No, I, a rat's really small. Yeah, I'll do. I'll become a rat. Okay. So Elevore transforms into a rat and scurries off. It is quite a distance from kind of the tree line to the winery itself. Uh, so because there's basically a vineyard all around the winery, right? Mm -hmm. um, the vineyard is relatively healthy looking. Um, there's a two-story stone building. Uh, you notice as you're kind of circumnavigating around it, uh, Elevore, that it's got multiple uh, entrances, uh, thick ivy covering every wall. Um, yeah. Uh, there's the most kind of obvious entrance is there's kind of a big loading dock on, which side is this? Do, 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 do I have a compass on here? On the north side of the winery seems to be the main entrance with a big loading dock. And even like, it looks like there was a wagon that was being half loaded up when the attack happened. Um, and as, but as you're getting kind of a little bit closer, um, Elevore, you hear the rustle in the vines around you. And it seems like the closer you get to the, the winery, strangely, the, the vines are not as healthy. Um, and you hear some something kind of shuffling around in the plants near you, and up to you whether you want to keep uh, heading closer to the to the winery. Yeah, I think I want to. Let me see here. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, so I have. Uh, keen smell, which means I have um, advantage on perception checks that rely mm. on smell. So I want to see if, as a rat, I can kind of sniff out what this might be. You know, you just you smell a lot of vegetation. Okay. Well, okay, I want to get closer then. Okay. Come a uh, little bit closer. You know, you you at this point you're kind of around the outskirts of the uh, the 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 winery. And uh, when you notice that probably one of the plants on the edge of one of the rows of, of vines, of grapevines, um, it looked kind of like a dead shrub at first. And you notice it kind of 
scamper from one one row to another. Okay. Does it so look a like a like a, a blighted twig of some sort? Indeed, it does. Just just asking. Now, why? Does it? Does, do you already see that on the map? How did you guess that? Does it say that somewhere on the map, Erica? I don't know. No, it doesn't. I've just oh, okay. like, we, the way you described it, I was just like, that sounds like a twig blight. Twig blight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Elevore. Okay, well, um, oh, do I still maintain my, I can't remember when I'm in wild shape, if I maintain my, hold on, let me see. So I want to do a nature check because mm-hmm. I want to try and figure out that that's a twig blight. Yep. Um, which feels more real than <laughs> the guessing. All right, a twenty-one on nature check. Wow. Yes, you know, Elevort, you are a uh, a druid, and uh, you are familiar with the idea that um, you know. The, the idea of, of, of a blight. A blight is an awakened plant. Uh, so it's a plant that has intelligence and mobility. Uh, and they are, I don't know if you've ac- ac- encountered them in your travels. They are particularly common in lands contaminated by darkness. Maybe this is, maybe creatures like this are the reason that Elevore became an animal-based druid instead of yeah. a plant-based <laughs> druid. Plant-based. Um, <laughs> blights are... Uh, uh, they carry out the will of some kind of ancient evil and attempt to spread that evil wherever it can be. So, I, you know, I mean, not to get like denominational here, but probably a blight that would serve a druid, like though you are also a druid, like probably you wouldn't feel very good about that kind of druid, right? Yeah, um, these are giving me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, and I'll even tell you, you rolled really, really well, right? Yeah, um, 21. You know, you remember a story you were told when you were like, uh, like a, a wee lad, a, a, a wee, druid. a wee apprentice druid, and it was kind of like you're not. I don't know if you remembered so much the lesson from it, so much as the scary part of it. And there was a story about a monster. I think it was even a vampire named Gulthias, uh, and he raised up a terrible power, uh, a, a creature, um, or a, a, a thing. Uh, a tree that was called the Nightfang Spire. And he, Gulthias was eventually un, undone when as a vampire, he was, he was fought by heroic heroes and they plunged a wooden stake through his heart. Um, but when Gulthias was slain, his blood infused the wooden stake that was driven through his heart. And that wooden stake grew into a horrible, horrible tree that was poisoned by the vampire's essence. And it is said that basically like the saplings that grow from the seeds of that tree um, become blights. Wow. Yeah. So blights are bad. Um, There are a variety of them. I will tell you that you recognize this specifically. Uh, I think you'd probably be familiar with the concept of a needle blight, a twig blight, and a, a vine blight. And that this one in particular looked like it might be a needle blight, which gotcha. is a basically looks like a dead shrub, uh, and it can fire needles at you. That's bad. And as you're looking around, you realize there's a lot of them intermixed with the the, the vines. Right. Okay. Well, Elevore is going to come sc- sc- scampering back. 
I think you need to do some kind of roll to make that happen. Okay. Stealth, roll something. Scamper. Yeah, let's roll scamper. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, I've gone and read about needle butt. Let me see. Um, um, okay, hold on. Uh, just trying to see if I had any advantage mm-hmm. as a as a rat, but I don't. Just smell. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll roll for stealth. I guess. <laughs> 20. Twenty. All right. Nice. You dance through the through the vines like the stealthiest of rats. Uh, man, I want to play like a stealth action video game where I'm a rat sneaking through a haunted vineyard. I don't know about you. Uh, and return to your friends with the blights unaware of your comings and goings. All right. And I proceed to tell them, all right, we got blights, y'all. Um, many, many blights. I assume these are the creatures that the bad druids have raised. Don't know if you ever heard about it, but there was this vampire named Goliath. Uh, <laughs> thing. Remember, he doesn't do names very well. Um, vampire named Goliath, I think. Anyway, he was staked through the heart, and then the, the stake turned into this giant evil tree that gave birth to saplings, and these little saplings became the blights that you are familiar with. So basically, these are all really bad creatures that are around here trying to spread their evil goo uh, cooties onto all of the good vines and ruin all the wine that's going on. Lavor, do you know if perhaps these blights have any specific kind of weakness or vulnerability? Well, um, or could I did you roll find out? Yeah, <laughs> on my nature check. Um, so I wonder if maybe I do know anything about them in my my story uh, history. Yeah, uh, Elvor, you know some of their weaknesses. Uh, they can't speak. <laughs> that is a weakness. Is some a weakness. might say a strength. I, yeah. Mm. Mm. Is that a, mm. Is that a... mm. Well, is this a job interview? <laughs> job interview for a needle blight? I would say my greatest <laughs> weakness <laughs> is my <laughs> inability to speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> also, I'm a consummate liar. <laughs> I would say my greatest professional accomplishment is springing from the the killing blow of a great <laughs> vampire of ancient history. Oh yeah. Well, oh, uh, tell um, tell us more about how you turned a possible defeat into an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in my hearing about this, did I hear about what folks did upon the? Uh, creation of you know the Nightfang Spire babies or whatever, however that went. However that went. Um, you know they they are they do not have any uh, particular strengths or weaknesses. They probably don't like being chopped up. Okay, uh, they're not fans of axes. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you mentioned chopping fire, yeah, I was um, about fire. That was my question. Some of them are vulnerable to some blights are vulnerable to fire. Not all blights, but some. See if they're still wet. You haven't dried them out yet. Yeah. It just makes like a smoke. like a vine blight and a needle blight probably don't care about fire, but a twig blight, oh yeah, that's that's yeah, a problem. Yeah, that's kindling right there. Yeah. Um, shall we mash them with my axe? Dance? Yes. That's so your tact your tactical thing to think about here is Elevore, as far as you could tell, the vineyard was crawling with needle yeah, blights. Yeah, I think we should not go after all of them. I think there are going to be way too many of them. You think there were, as you were kind of coming and going, dozens. Yeah, there were. So there were like there were many, many, many of these little blights. And I think what we should probably do is confront the druids that are controlling the blights. Can we Rildish go around looks the blights? Crestfallen. 
I know, Broldish, I'm really, really sorry, but I just don't want all of us to get hurt. And the last thing I'd like to see is your axe getting broken into a bunch of pieces, which is what I'm worried would happen if you were suddenly swarmed by a bunch Halo of Halo would never let that happen. I'd like to uh, do. That. Do we know if there are portions of the countryside that are not covered in these? Uh, I would say that you, it, they're pretty evenly spread throughout the vineyard around yeah. the winery. So it's probably up to you whether you want to attempt to sneak past them, cut your way through them, uh, or you know start a battle and wait for 30 blights to come to you. So it sounds like they have a perimeter that's fairly well covered. I, I wonder if there are any other... No, they would have mentioned if there was an underground entrance or a tunnel or something like that. I warn you that I am not very stealthy, so that may not be a great approach for me, but I am. Neither am I. Maybe the rest of you could sneak in and we could deal with the twig lights. I, d I think we should probably <laughs> stay together. So perhaps we should find if a way so. to cut our way through the line and make haste towards the winery. I mean, we can certainly start by trying to sneak. I just don't think uh, the two of us will be successful for very long. Are there any ways that we could go over them? Any other alternative Did you bring your hand or? I don't jump very high. I don't, I don't typically tra travel with magical people. I do not know the depths Aww. of your abilities. Well, there was that one time that Elevore was a flying octopus that was also <laughs> invisible. True. But we <laughs> can't all do that. <laughs> um, I am at a loss. Um, do we, do we just the smash only, them? I think the only yeah. way out is through. Or the only way in is through? The only I mean, way in is through. We could choose the... Uh, if, I if could also a... become a blight and lead you all as prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it does usually we... work in every other scenario. Yeah. Why don't we try <laughs> so, to... Just like the... Uh, what is the, the whole blight pedal system? What does it look <laughs> like? <laughs> you, you, you guys are pointed a, like a disheveled blight public defender who takes you before a blight judge. <laughs> it was two weeks from retirement. Yeah. Oh, uh, There's just a whole... There's a jury of blights who looks at you all sternly as the... You know, as a blight judge gavels in the blight court. <laughs> So sorry, I, I went a, I went a long way with with that idea. This is basically like th three episodes of Steven Universe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what's wrong with that idea? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're all great ideas. Just saying, I'm offering. You know, I mean, uh, uh, Elevore could. I mean, it it if there's a spot in the perimeter that seems to be thinner, weakest. Yeah, then we could try to go through there. I don't know if Elevore um, needs to wild shape again to go check that out, or yeah, Elevore, give me, um, you know, Elevore, you kind of, you know, there's there's a lot of drawing in the dirt with sticks today. Uh, you don't give as you just draw a box for the winery, and you draw some X's where the various uh, um, uh, needle blights are. Um, I don't know. Somebody give me something that they think would be. I mean, maybe it's just straight up intelligence, but some kind of what is Not your it. what is what is your Warcraft uh, uh, skill? <laughs> I mean, Brildish isn't bad at fighting, but I feel like Brildish is not great at tactics Strat overall. Strategy, yeah. Someone roll tactics. Yeah. <laughs> Brildish's intelligence modifier is minus one. I got a six. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, I'll do it. I mean, intelligence or wisdom? 
I, it could be either one, probably, oh, right? Yeah, I should have rolled wisdom. I'm much better at wisdom. Oh, I got an eight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I guess we're just smashing six. through. Yeah, yeah, 10 for I think it's the difference checks. between us getting a surprise round and them getting a surprise round. Except we won't Is be anybody surprised, surprised at this we, point? I guess yeah. we do have a lot of people now that I think about it. Mm. All right. So even if there are 15 of them, we've look at our group over here. We've well, we left so many... some of them behind. That's true. Although yeah. now that we know that there are blights kind of swarming the countryside, I'm wondering if we want to send our NPCs back to the family as opposed to just leaving them here. Because it's not like we'll be able to save them anyway. But because they can there hop will on be... pony and at least right away. I guess that's true. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, they don't need to be here for any reason. Yeah, I just don't want Arena so far away that somebody could snatch her without us having any chance of getting there. That's true. Right, like Argal so... could probably hold out for a while, but yeah. we don't know how long. Or if he would actually do it. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he would turn. Anyway, what's our plan? Anyway, what's the plan? Okay, uh, smash some waiting blades. Yeah, I think blights. we're. All right. So the the plan is is kill some blights. Uh, yeah. I get. I'll let you decide which way do you which uh, direction do you want to attack the winery from. Um, you know, there's there's entrances on on various sides. So, um, one that is not the front door, but also not the hill that it has been indicated that they like to hang out on. <laughs> Side door it is, which yes. is roughly, we'll just say, where I've already placed your tokens. Wonderful. All right. So you stand on the tree line. You have drawn your maps in the dirt with sticks. You have made a plan for where to send your uh, your your wards if things get bad. And then you, uh, you set a marching pace and you head into the vineyard toward the winery. I have my, still have my bow and arrow out and loosely yep. knocked. All right. Why don't you roll initiative? I am not rolling well tonight. I probably need to add you to the initiative thingy, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Or actually, or, or those are old ones, probably. Nope, that was mine. Don't oh, my fifteen. Uh... You can you can have that fifteen again, Dan. No, you have to re-roll. No. Uh, so this map is just the map of the winery, so it doesn't really have the full vineyard. So, uh, you know, uh, we're going to do this a little bit theater of the mind, and we'll see how far we get before we call it an episode anyway. Okay? Cool. All right. I guess that means I should roll for a needle blight, probably. Um... All right. Needle blights are plants, and they are not the best. Um, I don't currently uh, have control of the saber tooth tiger to add. Oh, I may. I don't know if I can add you to that. That may be tricky because of. We're gonna say for now he moves on your turn, or she moves on your turn, Elavor. Okay, that works. Um, does Pony get its own um, initiative? Pony's Probably not. Usually not in the ba battle. Oh, All we right. can't hear you, Erica. I saw you talking, but no, no sound for me. Sorry, I was muted. There we go. Yeah, uh, I, I only put the eighteen in there just because it's the same as Broldish. I don't think. Gets All right, it. so we'll put the saber tooth tiger at twenty, and uh, did people roll for Arena and Aragal? Mm. 
I think we're trying to keep them out of the fight. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Should I remove them from the order for now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, you are marching through the vineyard with determination. Uh, you see the rustling of plants all around you, uh, and you can see that there are basically, you know, various uh, needle blights are kind of staggering through the foliage at you. Um, I'm going to say one, two, three, six, seven, eight. There's kind of eight needle blights in your general area. Um, for you to fight your way through. So again, don't use this as a tactical map. Think of it as theater of the mind. There, there are needle blights ahead of you. There are needle blights to your left and right. And we will just deal with it uh, in uh, turn order. So Lena Delina, you are first. Okay. Um, I am going to... So are there any needle blights that one of my allies is adjacent to, would you say? Or are they off... Uh, I'd say not yet. You have not engaged them yet. They are they are all around you, but you have not. You're not in melee with them yet. You could certainly choose to be if you wanted. Okay. Um. So I am going to use my insightful fighting uh, to make an insight check against a creature I can see that isn't incapacitated, contested by their deception check. Uh. Okay. Uh, I am rolling. Are these plants? I'm rolling yeah. deception for a needle blight. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is deception is charisma, I assume? Yes. Uh, yes. Seems that way. I got a 13 somehow. Okay, I got a 14. Wow. Uh, which means that I can use my sneak attack against that target, even if I don't have an ally adjacent. All right, so you see a needle blight that was attempting to kind of sneak up into your peripheral vision, and it catches your eye, and something happens. Yep, so I'm going to... Uh, head up to them with my swords drawn and slash at the needle blades. Um, that is going to be a 19 versus AC. You have no trouble chopping at the, the piece, the brush, the shrubbery in front of you. Roll damage. So that is going to be... Uh, Nineteen damage. It collapses into wow. a pile of dead twigs. You feel confident that needle blights are not that intimidating, but there are a lot of them. Um, Elvor and Pet go. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Elvor invokes his flame blade um, and approaches the nearest uh, needle blight to him. Excellent. Yep, they're all around you. You find you see one in the in the row of, of the vineyard 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 uh, the vineyard just to your right. You you duck over a row and there's a needle blight shuffling toward you. Your flame blade bursts with energy and uh, eighteen to hit. Yes, you 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 hit it with a flaming sword, and I do eight damage. Okay, that needle blight is significantly hurt. Okay, uh, then my Sabre Tooth Tiger eh, eh, <laughs> um, approaches the same Needle Blight, and um, let's see. Goes in for a bite, 19 to hit, mm -hmm. um, and does... 
Ah! That was the sound of the saber-toothed tiger. Uh, it does 12 damage. More damage than me, wow. don't you? Wow, the saber-toothed tiger, is, it's like it just ate like a, a really aggressive salad. <laughs> um, all right, Broldish, uh, your friends are making quick work of the needle blights around you, but there are still many more. What will you do? Um, I would like to just wander up to any, whatever's the closest one mm -hmm. to me and just thwack at it. Uh, sure. With my axe. Yes. And I will shout inhale his name. And that's an 18 on the die. All right. Like Roll the image. Six. All right, you have injured a needle blight. And I take my second attack. Inhale his name. Die, small tree. <laughs> that's another 18 on the die. And. Ooh, that's better. That's 12. All right, you destroy another plant. Another evil plant. Thank Crucible. You. <laughs> Crucible strides forward, sees a twig blight, raises his hand, and a burst of radiant energy shoots forth so have that sucker make a uh i believe it's uh dexterity all right uh it somehow rolls a 20 wow oh, cool I yeah they're rolling for it, damage the, i knew that would be me i knew i was the needle the needle the needle blight nimbly blends in with the the vineyard around it uh tricksy cool. buggers cool all right cool cool, cool. Imra. Um, I'm not going to walk up to one. I'm going to target one with my bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a 28. Roll damage. Um, uh, 10. Wow, that that needle blade is hanging on by a thread. And then I get to take my second attack. Okay. Oh, that was an eleven. Yep. Or oh, sorry, that, eleven. Wait, no, no. 11. Oh, sorry. Uh, eleven will not hit any okay. blade. All right. So um, from all around you, the needle blades kind of shake, and there is the sound of kind of there's kind of like a quick whistling sound uh, as needles rain down upon you. I am just going to roll a quick needle attack on each of our adventurers in the group here. You sent Pony Cindelark back, right? Yes, they're all like beyond the tree line. All right, Pony Argal and Arena are all all back. I'll yeah. just tuck them over here. All I have right. a quick question. Am I yeah. standing next to any of my friends or were the twig blights all spread out so far that I that I am no longer. I think you probably aren't standing immediately okay. next to any of your friends. All right. Fine. So hold on. Let me roll some attacks on all of you as you are basically like needles are raining down from the sky. I think each of you is going to take two needle attacks. Uh, Lena Delina, 19 versus armor class. That'll and, uh, Higher. <laughs> Fun times. Um, Broldish, uh, a 21 and a very low number. 21 hits. Imra, a uh, critical success and a six. Wow, um, one of those hits. Crucible, uh, a 20 and a 15. Nope. Elevore, 
a um, 19 and a very low number. A 20 doesn't hit you, Crucible? No, my AC 21. is 21. Wow. I made oh. a medal. Wow. Elevore, you got hit once, I think? Yeah, once. Uh, Sabertooth Tiger, uh, two 15s, oh. and Anderdite. Uh, Anderdite, 13 and 7. Uh, Sabretooth got hit twice. All right. Each attack is just going to do a flat um, uh, eight damage. Okay. Uh, Androdite's AC is 15. So Okay. So you are peppered with needles. I will tell you, you have cut a swath uh, through the needle bites, you feel like you're 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 running through the vines, cutting things down, firing arrows, shooting beams of holy energy. You're about halfway there. You only got a couple needle bites you need to take down before you can get to the back door of the winery. Um, so, Emma, did I skip you? No, that's uh, that's a. Did I skip you? Nope. Okay, Lena Delina, you're next. Okay. Um... I am going to try and make my way to, let's see. Um, do we think that we're going to need to or to kill all of the ones that we see? Or do we think if we're fast enough, we might be able to make it inside? I think if you can kill uh, four more, you'll have a clear path. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to go to one of the ones that is not damaged. Yep. Um, and take a swipe with my sword. Actually, first, I'm going to do that same um, insightful fighting. Yep. Um, so that you can get sneak attack on it's, it. It's uh, 22. The needle blight rolled much, much lower. The needle blight, I believe, rolled... I'll just do the math here. The needle blight rolled a 5. The needle blight's charisma modifier is negative 4. <laughs> Turns gotcha. out not being not being able to speak. I mean, you're mysterious, but you're still a needle blight. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, that is only a 12. Mm. Uh, 12 hits a needle blight. Oh, great news. Wonderful news. Okay, so that is going to be... So that's a seven and then sneak attack. Uh, 17 damage. You slay a needle blight. Uh, Elevore and your Sabertooth Tiger friend, you're next. Twenty-three to hit, yes. All right, you're running through the, the, the rows of the vineyard. There's another needle blight right in front of you. You hit it. All righty, that. Uh, 16 damage. You slay the needle blight. Slay. Oh no, I marked it as damage. It is dead. All right. Uh, does your saber tiger also do some stuff? Yeah, so right on my heels, we'll just go for the next one that's available. So plus six. Uh, 17 to hit. And then we'll do... Um, bum, bum, bum. One sec here. Uh, 15 damage. Another needle blight hits the dust. Also, Micah, I think I've now changed the token so you can control it. Try moving the saber to tiger. I can move it. All right. 
Broldish, but a few needle blights stand between you and the safety of the winery. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's safe from needles falling from the skies. So the yeah. different danger of the winery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will rush up to the uninjured one and yell, inhale his name. Die, foul creature. And roll a 12. 12 hits a needle blight. Oh my god. Yay! These Woo. are the greatest things to fight ever, thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's like a million of them in the field here, so you can stay here all day if you want, getting peppered oh, with needles. Tempting. Uh, that's 11 points of damage. They, they have 11 hit points. Oh, um, is, is the other one ha- like close enough for me to swing at, or is it far? There's away? not another one right okay. nearby. Right. You are, you're running toward, you're almost to the door. Yep. Uh, there's like one needle like kind of staggering in the path amongst all of you. It looks like it's on its last legs. Crucible, can you do anything about it? I'm going to try to hit it with my Ikawa. That is a pretty pathetic 10 because I'm doing great today. Uh, 10 doesn't hit a needle blight. Imra? I target it Mm -hmm. with my arrow. Uh, 19. All right. It had a single hit point. It explodes into a small shower of dry needles. Uh, More needles are sailing through the sky as you all clamor in the back door of the winery, slamming the door shut behind you. You hear the sound of needles like chunk, chunk, chunk into the wood. You you all crowd into what appears to be a glassblower's workshop where they make wine bottles oh, in the back cool. of the winery. I'm moving your tokens all there. Um, there, the door is is sealed behind you. There is a set of stairs here descending into a basement and then a door off of the glassblower's workshop, which you need, know from the detailed map you are given uh, by the Bartikoff family, leads into the main production room of the winery. From here, you can hear the sound of little twig-like feet moving around on the floor of the production oh, so room. The pitter-patter of twig-like feet. The pitter-patter of twig-like feet <laughs> waiting to, to kill you with their blight-like powers. They've cut their way through a field of battle and a field of little wines, of vines. They've made it into the winery. The first chapter of the Battle of the Winery is done, but will they win the war or will they come up wanting against these horrible druids who serve Strahd. Why did they come here to begin with? Why? What's all this about? How many more times is Tony going to say the word vineyard wrong? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, live stream. Thank you, bootleg. It has been a late night. Thank you for watching and listening through two episodes. And thank you for being a friend. Yeah. We are going to turn in, but uh, I hope you enjoy this. Tell your friends. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.